Hi, my name is Tyler Mowry, and welcome to the Writer's Mind Podcast, episode 61. All right, welcome to another episode of the podcast. If you are looking for episode 62 and all of the other even episodes, you can find them at patreon.com slash the writer's mind. So today what I want to talk about is frugality and abundance and thinking about the world through a lens of frugality and thinking about the world through a lens of abundance and what these terms mean and how people use them, and what how I think they either can be used or the best sort of way to view them. Um, so you might be a person who is a big saver, right? Like uh, any sort of cash you make, you are somebody that saves and saves and saves and saves. You don't necessarily know what you're saving for, or maybe you do know what you're saving for, but you are a person that is a saver. You're not really a risk taker. You aren't you know, using that money. You're not really a spender either. You are a saver. Then there are people that are spenders, right? They can't keep any money because they are constantly spending it, spending it, spending it, spending it. And there are saver there are spenders that have a lower income and then there are spenders that have huge incomes that they make 10 million a year but spend like crazy so they really are broke other than the fact that they have a huge cash flow constantly coming in and this allows them to continue spending like they do and so i think that there is this idea that you either have to be super, super frugal, or if you're not being frugal, you are just a crazy spender and this sort of thing. But I think that there's this idea that I have heard about a lot and have tried to implement in my life, which is this idea called the abundance mentality or the abundance mindset, which essentially says the, the idea of it is you getting into a mentality that is that you can get whatever you need and that you're going to be okay and that you can keep growing and building and what this mindset is used for a lot of the times is to allow people the comfort to take risks right so if you are confident in your ability to survive no matter what or to make the money that you need to make no matter what if you're confident in the fact that Things will go your way generally, and if something doesn't work, you'll be okay. You'll be able to figure it out. This sort of confidence allows you to make bigger moves, and sometimes those bigger moves can play off. Bigger risks can play off because you're giving yourself that higher level of belief in yourself through the belief that things work out in your favor, and generally you're going to be okay, and sometimes things are up and down, but ultimately you're going to be good. And so I think that um, this has been something that I've thought a lot about as somebody that is interested in investing. And I think that what happens with a lot of people is they really get stuck in these one of those two mentalities, I think, or the, the two mentalities I spoke about initially, which is kind of being super frugal or being a spender. I think what happens a lot of times is 
frugal people see spenders and they say, well, I don't want to live like that, right? Because if you are just constantly blowing through money, then you are, but if you're blowing through money and then you're being stressed about that, that's an issue, right? Because you are choosing to live a certain way that is stressing you out and causing you anxiety. And if that isn't actually, if you can't know that you're going to be okay in the future, then you probably shouldn't be blowing through money. Now, on the other side of that, people who are only savers, only worried about holding on to what they have, the problem with this is that it means that you're so risk averse that you can't grow or it's, it takes you so much longer to grow, grow. I think there's a lot of people in the U.S. that um, they went the safe route on things. They were a saver. They went the safe route and they're doing okay, but I think they pushed away a lot of enjoyable things they could have done or risks they could have taken because they were like, no, it's too risky. I'm just going to be a saver and that's what I'm going to do. And that's fine if you are somebody that is risk averse, but I think a lot of the time it comes down to a belief in yourself. And, you know, again, a lot of things are person to person and you have to decide who you are and what actually is the best route forward for you. But for me, what I found is I am not a saver, right? It's I like the concept of just sort of saving money and having it sit. I have always been bad at what I can the way that I quote unquote save money is I make investments, right? So it's money that isn't being spent by me, but I use it to invest and this money can either return or sometimes um, I can lose money on an investment, but that allows me to be in a place where my money is potentially working for me rather than sitting in a bank account slowly being inflated away. And one of the things that I try to come into this with is this idea that is this idea of abundance, especially right now. I think this is a great time to be investing. I think there's a lot of um, real opportunities out there. And when you take a loss, not only in, in investing or with money, but just in general in life, it's very easy to close in on yourself and sort of have this frugal kind of mindset and say, oh, well, something went wrong, which means everything else is going to go wrong. And if I make a single move forward from here, that's going to go wrong and I'm going to be at zero. And the problem with that is then it cuts you off from the things that could actually bring success or bring more, you know, whatever that is to you, right? So let's say that you, um, you get a job and you're feeling great and you get fired from that job. Then rather than trying to really push and say, okay, what sort of better job can I get? You just run to the immediate fastest thing because you're worried about being able to make your bill payments the next month and that's all that you do. And then you don't move forward out of that because you're like, okay, it's fine. I have a job. I'm just going to hold on to this job. I'm not going to look for anything better because I'm worried about even holding on to this and I don't even know if I could do something better. You know what I'm saying? So what happens is you get into the zone of telling yourself that you can't do things and make moves and breathe out into the world and move out into the world. And I think that 
we as people really, really, really love security, right? We like things to be secure. We like to have our secure job. We like to have our secure investments. We like to have our secure route. We like everything to be neat and secured. But I think what this is doing is it's us trying to force everything in our life to be stagnant, right? And I don't think that happens. You, Everything in life is constantly moving and flowing, right? Everything's moving constantly. We try to hold things down and say, okay, I'm this, or this is how things are. This is how things are. When in reality, everything is flowing and moving and things are up and down. And there really is no such thing as job security. I think it's so interesting uh, how much people were so freaking out like in the last decade or so about job security and people move jobs. People have four different jobs in 10 years rather than one job for 30 years. And that's crazy. It's like, mm, I think it's fine. Like, ultimately, we aren't meant to be so completely secure where every single thing becomes such an easy just day in and day out. We're supposed to be challenged. We're supposed to be in a place of constant learning. We're supposed to take losses so that we can think and so that we can learn from those things. And so, if you're somebody who is so extremely risk-averse I would challenge you and I would not not necessarily that this is what you're doing, but sometimes it can be and I think for some people it can be. I want you to really examine why you were risk averse and is it because you don't have enough of an education on, on things to make a decision? That's fine. But in that case, it's learning, right? Um, or maybe it's just a lack of a self-belief that you can actually do the things you want or get the things you want. And then I would also challenge that and say, you have to try things, right? And you, you know, winning or getting more, you know, completing your objective is not always guaranteed, but the, the not playing, right? Not trying, not taking some losses and trying things out and, and making bets. Like, that really is a killer. There is no such thing. I, I don't think there should be such thing as job security. I don't think there should be such thing as career security. I don't think there should be these systems that we like to prop up and say, okay, this thing I can grab onto and it brings me you know, the security for the next 40 years. I don't think that level of security is uh, healthy even. We're not meant to exist in ultra secure environments. We're meant to survive the world and try things and grow and improve and change and learn. And so I think for me as, as somebody who, you know, currently I, I've felt kind of stuck in a few different places and um, trying to think about what my next move should be. And I've been kind of more frugal in the sense of like, oh man, I'm really worried about certain things or um, I, I don't know what the next move is to make. But really, I think it's just me closing in and saying, oh, I'm so afraid of making a wrong move where that's really just not how it works, where some of the things I'll do will be right and some of the things I do will be wrong and it'll be life and I'll probably just move forward. Because ultimately, I do have a belief that I can figure things out right? And that's a belief that I've really held to for a while. And that that core belief that I can figure things out 
can really take me pretty far if I stick to it because it allows me to get through moments where I'm feeling more fragile or more insecure about what the next move is to make. I can remember that, you know what, I can figure things out. You know, if I take a real look at things, if I have a real thirst for knowledge and a thirst to learn things and grow as a person and get better, I can figure out the next move forward. I can make bets. I can take risks. I can do these sorts of things. And ultimately, I think that is going to be a better way to live than trying to only hold on to what I have now. It's interesting, you know, there's that there's that uh, parable, I think, uh, for those people who listen to me who are Christian. It's a, it's a fairly uh, large parable in the Bible, but it, it talks about uh, three servants who are given different amounts of money by their master to steward, essentially, to hold on to. And he goes away, and they, two of them end up going out and investing that money in some way and bringing back a return. So one of the, so I think both of them or two of the three double the money that they were given. And then what the third one does is he only holds on to it. He doesn't take any sort of risks. He simply holds on to it. And then their, their master comes back and the other two say, Hey, look, here's what you gave me. And here's what I got back. And the guy who was given the most uh, had the biggest return. The guy who was given the second most had um, a similar return, the second most return, and then the guy who was given the least comes back with just what he had. And the master is angry with him that he didn't try to take a risk, that he didn't try to grow what he was given, and that he only held on to it. And I think that that story, I think, was one of the stories in the Bible that Um, really rose to the surface and is something that in society got repeated again and again because we know ultimately we are supposed to be risk takers. We're supposed to, to be open to the challenge of existing and uh, taking risks and sometimes losing. Um, What I think would have been interesting in that story is if one of the servants came back with nothing and said, I tried to invest this and I made a bad call and I came back with nothing. I think that would add to the story because in that situation, what is the master's response? Is the master angry because he came back with nothing? Or does he say, well, you know what? You um, you took a risk and it didn't work out and that's okay. Because in the story, as it stands now, we don't see that. But I think that would be a a very good ad. But the point, even even with that, I think there is legitimacy in trying and losing as more honorable than not trying and just holding on, because there's almost a there's a cutting off, right? There's a there's a difference between really just interacting with the world and taking risks and learning versus doing nothing. You know, you could make the claim that in that sort of parable, if you took one of them and he lost everything trying to invest this money, you could say, well, he came out of the situation at the very least with knowledge and 
things to learn from and take away that the person who just saved the money and didn't do any sort of investing did not take away. And I think that that's a big thing that people talk about a lot, which is (laughs) when you lose, you know, you make your losses a lesson and then the question becomes, is that actually good or should we not lose? Well, ultimately, you're only really failing when you are not taking lessons from the things that you are doing. So even when you are losing, even when you are failing or even when things are not going your way, as long as you are actually interested in learning what didn't work and how to make that better, you are making progress forward. And I think that's really what the abundance mentality is about, is that you are open to making progress forward. You are open for things to happen. You're open to be to take confident action and you're open to learn when things don't work versus frugality, which closes you off from everything. It closes you off from learning anything. It closes you off from growing. It closes you off from acquiring more things. Um, and that, I think, is the core point is that one closes you off from interacting with the world and the other one opens you up to say, okay, I am a piece of this universe and because of this, I can interact with it and see what happens and learn and grow. And that I think is the core difference. It's not that saving is bad or it's not that, you know, (laughs) it's not that taking risks aren't sometimes a bad idea, it is that you should be open to experiencing and learning and growing. And that is the core difference. I hope that's helpful to you today. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. 